0: What's up, everybody? This is Malcolm coming to you live from uh Rosemead, California, right down the street from uh shout out to Lou Mountain Temple. Uh, this is the first um, actually, shout out to Way Mountain Temple. This is the first uh podcast. Kind of been wanting to do this for quite some time, but better late than never. So, uh, there's actually not a title for the show yet, but I was thinking, um Something about like Los Angeles would be a good working title, like welcome, welcome to Los Angeles. Since uh, there's always like welcome to New New York or welcome to Toronto, but you don't hear a lot of welcome to Los Angeles. I think like LA is a pretty tough place to live. You know, it's a tough place to survive. So I've been a survivor since um been back here since 2008, actually, since Obama was doing his thing. So now we got Joe Biden. So I've been through like Obama, Trump and Joe Biden. But anyway, off subject, but I think like I want to get into like an introduction and then um an introduction about me and then the episode like the the main um subject for this one is uh what it's like to be an Amazon driver in Los Angeles. So I've actually like worked worked through like a lot of different areas in LA uh Different uh, four different DSPs. Uh, DSP means um delivery service provider, but um most most um Amazon drivers are familiar with the with the lingo and everything behind the scenes. But um been doing that since uh 2020, and before that I had a good 19 years of retail experience of um supermarket and vendor experience to share. But it's interesting how. That doesn't even mean anything when you go into work at Amazon. One second, let me see. Alright, excuse me. So I got this microphone set up. Just uh, still getting used to it. It sounded kind of weird, but got everything like this EQ set up. And I was like, man, do I sound like this or? uh, Let me see. I got this uh, Mackie mixer from Guitar Center. It's pretty cool. It's a mix eight eight channel compact mixer. So anyway, um I wanted to talk about the cast. Uh I was thinking um I actually got injured, work injury, suffered from a work injury in November of last year. And that just happened out of nowhere. And I remember talking to um our friend uh Venerable Shinshin that The temple and i was just walked in with the with one crutch with the injury it was hip hip contusion to be exact so i forgot what we were talking about random stuff about like suing my boss or something you know just joking around and she was like you need to have a podcast and i'm thinking like okay here's somebody i would like have utmost respect for saying that i should have a podcast and I was thinking, man, that'd be a pretty good idea because I can get all these, get it out of my system and, like, all the stuff I'm thinking about. And, um, plus, because I'm about to go crazy out there just driving, like, delivering 300 packages a day and not, like, um, having enough of a creative outlet besides, I mean, I still do the comics, r- like, uh, comic semester young while I've been doing that. And then I tried to join a band, like a punk band or a pop punk band, it didn't pan out. Was talking to two f- two different bands, but they didn't hit me back up. So, like, I could do this, and then once a week, just like an hour in my room, just bullshit and just like put it on Spotify. Because uh, also, I just recently uh signed up for Spotify. So I am like forty one years old, still have like two trapper keepers worth of CDs from the nineties, and some of the CDs I've still had since the nineties, like since nineteen ninety five, ninety six. Like some of the same No Effects and Slayer CDs. And then here's Spotify, and they have, like, basically my whole discography on here at my fingertips. So, and it's, like, good quality. And right now I'm at the two-month trial. So, it's, like, it's free for two months, and then it's going to go up to, like, $11 a month. And I was, like, hey, man, I mean, I think uh, I can definitely do this. And then time to get with the time. So, shout-out to my boy Steven. said, man, you have Spotify. You need to get on there because you can get access to, like, all this all this stove hip-hop and like ir- anything you want and there's podcasts on there too so then, then actually i was listening to joe rogan and like some like uh, and then i listened to like a few of them. it was him and then I, and then something about like he was talking about furries and i'm like what's a furry and it was like this kid these kids are in school and then they wear the they they can't wear hats but they can wear like um dog ears or cat ears and they, th- they can claim to be an animal and the kid the t- the parents can't say anything uh, opposed to that because it would of- offend the kid so i think that's ridiculous because i got kicked out of school for having a mohawk you know i had my own bible and it was like had my own religion and everything and i was like a radical you know they kicked me out of school and then i actually got kicked out of like west coast and east coast high schools six different high schools <coughs> but anyway um I looked up this furry podcast of, of this kid because I was just like typed that in just to know what it was about. And then I forgot I need to listen to it again. But anyway, I was like, I said something to him on the comments and I said, uh, oh, awesome. Man, I didn't know the dogs could talk. And then I think he followed me. So I was thinking like, yeah, hey, I got a fan now. So or I, I got a hater or a fan now because I got some like some haters on YouTube. i my on YouTube channel Ninja Checkmate and I was uh, um an aspiring actor, and I got like a video of this, um 28,000 views of me acting like um Home Alone, the pizza scene, when, when the pizza boy goes to the, and he's about to get shot. I mean, not shot for real, but shot with like the, the special effects and the sound effects and whatnot. And then the only reason that has a lot of views is because that's a famous movie. But here's the kid, and he probably, like, followed me, so I was thinking, like, if I had a podcast, then he could see what I'm about, too. So i like let have have friends on here and, like, some special guests, and I can learn about them, and we can learn, you can learn about me, and then learn about each other, you know, and then I can talk about, like, uh, my path, my spiritual path to Mahayana Buddhism, and we can talk about music, and what it's like to live in L.A., and what it's like, you know, work at Amazon, Coca-Cola, and stuff like that, and how people are, or like, and then I actually have more stories from, um, South Carolina being from a small town, and then we got some people from over there that, they'd they be down to, um, to be on podcast too, when we can, um, we can learn, learn from each other, <coughs> so, um, let me see, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe we can get some money coming in, too, in the like podcast, like a side kind of thing, or, Enough to quit my job because I'm about to flip out for real I mean four years working at Amazon so I've been I've been doing this four years and it's rare when you see like if you meet anybody that working like Amazon in Los Angeles for for that that long period of time so I've been I've been in like four DSPs. DSP is a, it's basically a delivery service provider so I started out in Rosemead at that DSP and then from then on Chatsworth, and then Burbank, which was pretty much a joke that only lasted one month, and then now at, at um in Glendale in the Atwater Village area, and that place pretty much has its own zip code, man. <coughs> so I'm thinking if I if I left anything out from this intro right here, before we get into this Amazon thing, um after I finish the podcast and the f- actually, it sounds pretty good, man. This is a uh, Tascam eight channel thing, I've been, I've had, I used to have my own, um, web series called Grocery Gang Series, we used that, I made a rap album with it, I made a Christmas album, you can do anything, man, you can have your own album in your room, we had guest rappers on it, um, and, and also I came from a background, like, we had a, a podcast, and it was called Spectrum of Possibilities, and it was, and that was, um, I wasn't on it, but sometimes I would chime in, and be like, hey, what about this, and then, it was with, uh, uh, two, Two women with Aspergers with autism. We have fifteen different episodes, and I was um the sound engineer guy. So uh, the first couple of episodes didn't sound good, but once we had like some better equipment and and I got everything together, it sounded pretty damn good. And plus, it was like one of the top uh p- podcasts for uh people with Aspergers, and that that can help out a lot of people too, as far as like parenting and parents and children and young adults and but the thing was was like i couldn't really be on it i was just i was a guest on one episode talking about like my job or whatever and then what it's like to work but i mean i don't have that i don't have like asperger's or autism or anything it was just um because i can pick up on body language and stuff like that now and it was basically them and we're we're still in touch we're still friends you know but i mean 15 episodes i was like I'd rather have my own show, and I mean, especially now I got like a lot of stuff to say. So, and then I mean, people are gonna get offended and and quit being friends with me. But if if it's like that, you know, then they're not your friends anyway. So, you can't like go through your life like having anxiety and worry about what people think. And I mean, I think like, I, I plus like re- rest in peace to my boy. Um. Adam English, he just like my friend just committed suicide, and I just literally talked to him like two weeks ago, and he was struggling hard. He had a hard life, and and he was just struggling so hard with um alcoholism and bipolar or anxiety or whatever. But I mean, I don't know the details or anything, but we were we, he he was from the same small town as me. I mean, the population is like seven thousand or six thousand people, and this is Marion, South Carolina, and then. I mean, he he served in the military, and he had the whole family thing, and then he came out here when, like, ran away from home when he was a teenager. And um, I actually went to – it's the only person I can really name that I went to high school with, and I also went to college with, too, because he was at the technical college where I went. But shout-out to him. I mean, rest in peace. You know, we're going to – we just all have to get through this. This has been, a, co- a like, a tough um few days or – think three or four days ago i heard the news and i went to work and then um yeah man it was he even sent me a christmas present and and it was actually like these cards that you hang up on the wall and it was like horror horror cards like i mean the shining and the exorcist and all this stuff and then i didn't hang it up but i mean it's the thought you know we we were just talking on a regular basis and that hit me i was like man but he would have wanted me to be happy you know just not like uh keep on going through like anything any kind of turmoil so i think the one of the hardest things about like one some hard thing about amazon i'm just going to go ahead and get into this uh this is the topic of the show is like what it's like to be an amazon delivery driver and can share some stories and whatnot so thing is you can like go all day like eight or eight nine ten hours without even really talking to anybody it was just more like hey thanks for your package like, hey thanks having a nice day and just and and you're thinking about whatever like i mean my friends could be d- dead and i just have to go to work or you know, I don't have a girlfriend or anything so like i don't have that problem or anything like that but what you need to th- be thinking about is, like, focusing on work, though and the packages. I mean, 300, no, the day before yesterday was, like, 330 packages, and then yesterday was, like, 260 packages, and I was in two different areas. So I was in um, Pasadena, like, more of the hood pas- hood part of Pasadena yesterday, and then the day before that I was in uh, La Cunada. So it's funny, the GPS woman's, like, Turn right on La Canada Boulevard and then it's really La Canyata Boulevard. Sometimes you just follow the GPS woman just to go there, you know, like turn left on Sepulveda Boulevard. <laughs> it's like it's really Sepulveda Boulevard if you're familiar with like lo- Los Angeles, like Van Nuys. But yeah, um this happened in like twenty twenty, so I was used to be a UPS um Personal vehicle driver it was like P- PVD, and that's how I got my foot in the door. So I was a, I was a UPS for two months, and then after Christmas we didn't have a job. We didn't have jobs, so it was more of like I am working with like the, a driver, like a, with it has a real job at UPS and a driver helper, and then me P- PVD use your own car. So it was cool, you know. I mean, I got fired from my job at the beer company, so beer company was like i was at coca-cola and then the same billionaires bought the beer company and then i was there so that and ups and then so i didn't work for like two months right so without um telling you what i did i mean two months i basically like i was i was in a band with um my friend's kids and um a bunch of people and it was called twin power and then um we did we did like uh you know working out and yoga and meditation and the band thing and that went on for like two months so then i was like hey i need a job and then one of my friends said uh hey uh they're hiring at amazon and rosemead dsp so i applied i basically got a job like the next day and then you know you took a that was a drug test too so it was called like qx logistics and it was funny because like the logistics part it was with like an x at the end of it and then I actually looked them up. They're still around, and they still have, you know, like, all these truck driver jobs and stuff like that. And I thought it was a joke, and they would have went out of business, but they're still around. So what's funny is, like, when I started there, it was um a dispatch guy named um, Bethel, and then he had his – hit. nobody liked him. Everybody hated that guy, and it was like his hair was shaved underneath, like, in the 90s, and then he had this ponytail, like a damn flamingo, or like a wombat or something and the guy was nuts it was like that social distancing thing that happened in like 2020 where that was really implemented and then we all all would get like these pouches to get the van key and then the route list or whatever like the pick list and then we were all around him and then he said everybody's six feet apart i'm not even fucking kidding i'm not even fucking kidding we're mad we're like hey you all right and then he's he's the kind of guy that li- like uh, if there was a work party or something everybody just get drunk and talk shit about that guy. But he liked me because I worked hard. But like one night one night I saw them at the um getting a van out of a ditch or something that can happen too, you know. But when that's when we were, like delivering in um Sherman Oaks and downtown LA and Studio City. We weren't we didn't deliver in Rosemead. We would just go there and then load up and then I actually got lucky. I got trained by like some really good guys for like a week rather than the way they do it is like amazon they just like make you go on a ride along you ride along with like a an experienced driver and then you're on your own the next day or you're on like some kind of nursery route and it's called like a baby route you know i mean it's less packages and then the packages increase and then you're out there just drowning on your own and and, and the saw survival you know so it seems like a lot of Turnover because of the work conditions and the and and s- you know surviving out there. So it's a tough job, but I mean, I'm I'm actually uh able to master it and to to excel at it, being like a top performer and everything. As far as like the the whole overall c- scores, like they w- they rate you every week with from like one out of like forty five guys or. And girls do it too, but it's um customer service and driving score called FICO, and that's uh, um it's an application called Mentor that you sign into. So there's stuff that um that I do that like most drivers don't do, and like I, I say, like if you're um if you're a driver and if you're listening to this, um it'd be good to get this thing called the key back. And what that is is uh if you've seen it around, it, it hooks onto your um like a belt buckle or the, the thing where you put your belt on and then so you don't lock lock your keys out of the van. And that could help you out. Cause I mean, I actually locked my keys out of the van like a good three or four times in my career. And then I had AAA and then they they made me use my AAA. And then one time we had a hell of a time uh, getting the van unlocked with AAA and then West Hollywood it's good and we weren't blocking anybody, but Hollywood's a tough place to work too. So I mean, I'm just going to just like name all the areas where I worked. It was never at the beach, but it was always like it was the valley and, you know, Studio City. Um, let me see, you know, downtown LA. Some not a lot of downtown LA, but I've had my days there, you know, Studio City, uh, Sherman Oaks, Fan Eyes, North Hollywood, a little bit of Burbank, and then now, you know, La Cunada, La Crescenta, a lot of Pasadena. We were there for like a good 10 months, almost a year. Um, You know, Montrose and that foothill, all that area. And then at the other DSP in Chatsworth, it was basically like, you know, Tarzana, Reseda, Northridge, Chatsworth. And then after that, we went to West Hollywood, Hollywood, and you know, that little Armenia part of Hollywood. And then that's a rough area too. And then what else? Um, Tarzana, Reseda, you know, there's this Northridge college, it's hard to, to deliver to as well but so there's a lot of challenges and then I recently um wrote a letter to the corporate office and that can hopefully that could help someone out you know I mean if they if they do anything I say in that letter it wasn't like a whole beat down it was more of like hey I'm grateful for the job but and uh, I like working for you know like a small business family owned business kind of thing too that's what the DSP is it's basically like I work for a family owned business and I and I see the aspect of the whole corporation and everything, but um, what I'm having trouble with is a uh, flex application, so the map's going to tell you to go th- go here, go there, and then um, I just really dislike the way they design that, that app, so if they could change anything about that, because they make you make uh, like a three-point turn after every, every stop, so here you are in a van, and hopefully you're not in like a CDV van, which means like commercial what is it, commercial vehicle or something, like, but I have experience driving, like, those step vans, too, so, they're not gonna send you down, like, a narrow street in a step van, but it's more of, um, the van I drive now is, like, you can, I'm confident going anywhere with that one, but I was basically, like, pointing out the different, um, issues with that, and then there's always some kind of new change, and then the, tr- the change that they make on the phone, it help. I understand it like helps Amazon and helps the customers more. But and then we're like the last. Like it doesn't. It makes our job harder, but it, it makes it easier for, as far as the customer getting a package and everything. But, I mean that is important because, it's. I think the weakness of most drivers I meet is um they don't have like they're not even thinking about customers. They're just thinking about surviving and getting through the day. Which I understand that, but I think you got like a lot of guys have like the wrong foundation because like we're helping a lot of people out. I mean, we don't make a lot of money, and we make enough to get by or whatever. You know, I mean, I started at fifteen dollars an hour, and that was during like COVID. We we're pretty much like people would think that we we're like risking our lives out there. I mean, we, we're wearing masks and everything. and When we started getting hazard pay, but it's a dangerous job, you know, to to not to be like not even compensated that much money. I mean, I can get robbed, I could, I mean, I just suffered through like a brutal work injury and then came back like right after it happened. I mean, I was out maybe a month and a half. I mean, that's like some Tony Hawk shit right there, you know, so (sighs) I don't know, but it was, it was rough, you know, hip contusion. I fell on the customer's brick steps and was in the hospital all day with dispatch for a good like eight hours and we're supposed to go to urgent care because that was like our medical provider for the DSP owner but the customer was a former paramedic and then he's the one that called the EMTs and then we're still going through bullshit with that as far as a workers comp case and I mean they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get through it and pay for it there you know so um yeah that letter hopefully that helps out because what they do in amazon is they send you these busy streets uh, i mean la like i used to have a woodman in van nuys and that's a tough street i was there picture like being in the median on woodman for like five hours with the hazard lights on in the step van and just like run across the street to all these apartment buildings and then so that's rough, and then the f- the three-point turns, I mean, you're not supposed to make some kind of like a legal U-turn, but we had to do that to just get through the day a lot of times, and uh, what else? Hold on, let me p- pause this real quick. Okay, I'm back, so yeah, it'd probably be good to have a special guest on here talking about Amazon, too, just bullshitting back and forth, but. Yeah, man, I was I was up there for that that one, the first DSP for like four, three months, and then after that it was um, went to Chatsworth and that was called L Mod, like last mile on, last mile uh, on delivery. And I always thought that was a funny name because, yeah, I was, he would talk to you, you know, like in phone interviews, see what you're about, and be like, actually, uh, I met the guy from, I was I was delivering at the other, QX Logistics, and then his name was um Armin, and I think he was drunk or something, I was in his apartment building and delivering, he's like, hey, what's up, man, I work at Amazon, too, and I'm like, hey, man, if you got a better deal at Amazon, you know, that pays, like, a dollar more, I'll leave the DSP right now, and I'll go to, I'll go to yours, so, what happened was, he got me in his, so, but I was there for a long time, like, two and a half years, and then, I mean, I left my two week notice and then I quit like a man. And but then the owner's talking about like, he was showing up at in early in the morning, like trying to get me to stay. And he said, Hey, I'll put you back on the schedule and then, you know, you'll, you'll be with me. And I'm, and I'm thinking, man, I got, I, I, I quit like a man, like, you know, two week notice and you're going to say that. And, but he was a business, business guy, like the way he presented himself and everything. So. But, yeah, I say see, I see get the right foundation and everything because right foundation is, you know, you're there to help people out. And I mean, this is like community service. You're like the mailman out there, you know. We're in the same field, UPS, FedEx. They might be getting paid more than us, but, I mean, who cares, you know. I mean, I don't even like Jeff Bezos actually dislike working for the richest man or who is the richest man in the world? Leave a comment. If we're on Spotify, I mean, we might have like a comment section or YouTube or I think it's going to c- be called like RSS. You go there to sign up if you want to upload your podcast. But yeah, I'm down to learn from er- every everybody, you know, because people say I should do something different and leave this kind of work because it's taking a toll on me physically. I mean, I'm, I'm 41, but you know, you have to one thing that helped me out is these workouts I do before before work. If you can get into some kind of like twenty minutes or something, we don't have a lot of time before work, but what I do is I meditate every morning and do the workouts and I'm also a uh, an ebay ebay seller, so I sell my stuff and it's kinda like a side job, you know, because you have to be on top of the game with that, and right now we're working at like four days a week. I was at five. I was working five days, four days to get that kind of thing going on. But I think it's good to have a balance. Um, it's hard to have a b- like a work life balance with Amazon, really, cause I hadn't had a girlfriend in a while. So the last girl, it, it was like she was like that was twenty twenty. And that was an interesting year. 2020, 2020 was my favorite uh year because that's when I learned um cha meditation, and then I was just like I was like on a mission out there, cause we were like in Amazon, we were like warriors out there, you know. So that's when like all that uh the George Floyd stuff happened, and then when that happened, I was in like downtown LA, and then it was crazy couple of days. Like one guy got robbed um the day like right. The day before i worked and then like they they beat his ass and took his van and then nobody talked about him at work so i didn't like how they did things at that dsp never even met the owner just met like it was dispatch, and then that guy that one guy was nuts but then the other guy was was really cool but then i had to work the next day And I was so scared the next day, you know, are they going to, are they going to rob me? Are they going to beat me up? What's going on, man? You know, and the national guard passed me, passed by me like three times and it was, you know, protesters and hippies and tweakers and downtown LA kind of stuff going on. And plus it's a tough place to work because if you're not familiar with it, you just work there like 10 different times and you have these one way streets and. It's hard to navigate, and then you got the map screwing you over the whole time too, and then that's my thing with the map, you know hopefully you you can uh if you're an Amazon driver and if you hear this, you can relate to what I'm going through and and I mean the unfair conditions that we're facing out there, and they're not they're obviously not doing anything about but um and a lot of people say we should get in a union too. Which I I myself have like I've had bad experiences with unions because I mean I was in uh I used to work at Ralph's, and how is the union helping me out if my paycheck's like a hundred fifty dollars, you know? So, Try to survive in L.A. off of a uh, hundred fifty dollars, or it was like during the recession, so but we made it through. To me, the recession was harder than um the COVID stuff we had to go through. And then now we got inflation going on and then that's hard, but yeah, so it's all, it's all about like just pushing through and maintaining and we'll get there when we get there. One of my fantasies was actually, uh, to have, uh, Am- Amazon, like to go my first stop and then not, not even go, but to go to Mexico and then open up everybody's package and just trip out, you know, like, Hey, look at what everybody bought. It's not my damn business. And here I am in Mexico, in Tijuana, or Zacateca, just tripping out. No, I would never do that, but it's a good fantasy. Might have to go to Hawaii, see my boy Jonathan over there, get another tattoo or something, or get a tattoo removed, or who knows. But yeah, I need to go on vacation. It's It's been a tough year with no vacation, just like three days, ask three days off to go to San Francisco and come back and it's a lot of work. But you meet a lot of good people. I mean I, s- I stand true to this like a hundred percent. You meet the best people in the shittiest places and I know that's that's a straight up fact right there. I went to art school before, went to a university and everybody says you meet your best friends in college. And I think that's straight up bullshit right there. So, with that being said, yeah, i I still got friends I stay in touch with from, uh, Amazon. And, yeah, that's great. I mean, share some c- common interests like music and stuff like that. It's hard to be in a band when you have this job though. So, it's been a while since I've done, done that. But, yeah, like I said before, down to do the band thing again. Cause I got this bass, I got like a really nice bass and hadn't even pl- never played a show with it. You know. But I'm like a rare case in Amazon. I mean, c- never calling in sick except for like one time in the whole year. And I mean, you deal with a lot of, s- a lot of people like that on the team. Like we had a big football thing the other day, like a f- Super Bowl. And I think there were like five call outs, right? So then what happens is the, the workload increases for us. And it was basically like, you know, we'd go up to three hundred something packages and it was horrible but we made it through. It's like 10 hour day or whatever and but yesterday wasn't that bad so and then it rained last week. It's been raining like crazy. And I like to take up skateboarding and get better at skateboarding this year, but it's just been raining. And uh we'll see what happens with that. I like to get pretty good, but I mean it's hard to go from like one work injury and getting paranoid about getting hurt again, you know, so trying to trying to be careful and then Plus, with work, I quit um, running so hard at everybody's house. So, I mean, I am just jog carefully and then watch where I'm going. So, that doesn't happen to me again with that work injury thing. But, yeah, um, got some experience working in dispatch, too, and helping out when I was injured. So, that was, like, that was a good experience. But here we are sitting here looking at the computer or two different laptops, and like looking at where is it, where everybody's at. I'm like, man, this sucks. I want to go out and work. You know, So this different different types of work. You know, there's there's that job running around. Not everybody can do like monotonous, um, delivering like 180 stops all day. So a lot of people are gonna try to like, but there's really no talking your way out of it. You know, it's just it's either uh. Yeah, it's either, like, knock it out or go out there and drown. So, people rescue you, I mean, they had to come rescue me, and then I went from that to getting better at meditation, and then I was the one rescuing them, so, which makes you look good if you're, if you're, like, delivering the most packages, and then there's this one cat, oh, he was, like, young, like, a young, young guy, like, 22, and he would just, like, finish at, like, 4 o'clock, and then deliver more than anybody and he was like the guy from the sandlot or something you know that badass the benny the jet rodriguez and he was like that out of the whole team i'm like man they need to get him at the next dsp i'll work out but uh one i'm at now is called like so- socal logistics 101 so that's technically who i work for It's like small business that like i mean amazon could fire me too if i go in there and cause a scene or something it's called like return to sender when you return the packages and then one time, like, they, I had, like, I found one, one package in the van, and then they actually, I was, I worked, like, nine hours, and they made me go out and deliver that, that one package again to Pasadena, from Glendale to Pasadena, to deliver, deliver one package, and that's straight up bullshit, but I did it, and, but if I refused to do it that night, like, Amazon could have fired me, that's what I'm trying to say, so, it is like I work at Amazon, but, my paycheck comes from, like, the small business kind of thing. So, SoCal Logistics one of 101. So. Yeah. Guy's name is uh, Ben, the owner. And I called him up last night at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And he said, what are you doing calling me? You don't have any business calling me. I mean, I I would have woken up at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning and drinking coffee. And then you call me and ask me for a raise. What's going on? No, just kidding about um the phone call and everything. But I actually want to do an impression of Jeff Bezos, my my brother. So I don't even. I mean, I don't like watching Jeff Bezos on on uh, TV or anything. I mean, YouTube because that guy has like hardcore anxiety, and I'd, I'd rather be poor and not have anxiety than be a billionaire and have anxiety. So he's like, "Oh, I would have never thought we would have made it that big." I mean, back in 1997 when I started the the Amazon business, um, selling uh, uh books on Amazon. I would would have never thought we would have made it that big, and the guy's smiling and everything in the videos. But I don't buy it, man. Do you buy it? I mean, I do not think that that guy is happy. So I think you can be happy just having like a good balance and being a good man and or woman, and you have to have like you know the spiritual balance and the work life balance and everything to. To really be happy in this world, so the problem with Amazon is it's just like it's off balance. So here's all these people and all this work, and then it's, it's it's actually taken away from the small businesses. So that's a problem. So it's more of like every time when you make a lot of money, and then somebody else is loses money, it's like the stock market. Like if you gain and then somebody else loses, it's like they suffer, and and it's it's off balance. So somebody has to suffer. That's what I'm trying to say. So people don't believe life is suffering so i stand by that a hundred percent i believe that like thinking is suffering and then your ego wants to think so then that's the problem is like your ego is the source of all the suffering so what i'm about is like if you can if you can humble down your ego and then diminish it and keep on diminishing it then then the happier you'll be so your ego is going to do like it didn't like to work and like go be a slave and whatever but it's doing something that you don't like to do. So if you can like just get rid of that more, then your work will be easier. So, and you'd be more patient because a lot of things people struggle with at Amazon is the patience kind of aspect of it. Like a lot of these drivers are, are really impatient. I see a lot of speeding and you know people r- driving recklessly. So if you're listening, and you're an Amazon driver, try to work on your patience because that's what that's what it has helped me. And I'm not saying I'm the most patient person ever, but I used to be the most impatient person ever, if that makes sense. Like I used to flip out at work and then throw shit in the back room. Like I would throw like a bag of potatoes against the wall. And I've come a long way from hang from having like those kind of anger problems to be to being like more stable person that I am now. And it might not seem like that, but I'm for real, man, because. When I used to work at John's Marketplace. And I'm going to tell you a little story real quick. John's Marketplace is an Armenian family-owned uh supermarket. And then I uh, worked there for, like, two years. So I used to have some anger problems. And then I worked in produce. And then some guy was, like, singing one time. And I threw a bag of potatoes against the wall. So then we had a meeting that says, like, I mean, the meeting was basically, like, I have some problems at work. And what are we going to do about it? And we needed to have, like, a cohesive kind of team. So it was um, the store manager and the produce manager and the co-manager. And I thought we were going in there, to like, so I could have, um, they are going to give me a promotion. <laughs> but it was more of, like, you have some damn problem, like, anger problem, we are going to do? So that was this thing. But, yeah, we've uh, come a long way since then. And uh, I would actually, like, I gotta thank everybody that taught me a meditation because meditation helped me out with as far as being patient and and uh, just having a better life overall and getting along with coworkers and th- that's important too. Getting along with customers and coworkers and managers and and uh, staying focused too. Because if you go into work and you're thinking about your mind someplace else and you're thinking about 10 different things, then you're not going to be focused on, you're going to be like less productive at work. And it's about, it's about like going out there and producing, and every I mean, being productive and finishing efficiently and everything. And otherwise, like you just, your mind's going to be scattered and you're not going to finish on time. They're going to have to rescue you. And then you're going to be one of the like the the low performers. Even if your intentions are you wanna, you wanna be the best at work, but it's not about being like number one, but if you can make it to the top three, more power to you, you know, because it's a, that's a tough job out there and go through like a lot of tribulations and, but it's a good job of steady work and everything. I actually went to the donut shop yesterday and getting some donuts from, uh, the, the team and got it like a, got through like a, um, head very interesting conversation with the lady there and she was talking about she was from cambodia and there's there's so many jobs here but people just don't want to work and then over there it's hard to have like work and the jobs and people just don't know and they don't even want to know i mean people here i mean most it seems like most americans like i mean we do we we care about what's going on i understand like america is number one but it's good to learn about other other countries too and or even better to go to the countries and experience different um different cultures and and i think it opens up your mind i mean i've only been to like six different countries but that's more than uh the average person i guess really. but yeah um kind of went off topic should have planned this uh, episode out better but first episode so kind of tired of talking about Amazon right now but maybe if um you might have some questions for me it, be, it might be better a lot of people um they just see us running around and I mean you see us everywhere but you not don't really know what it's like to like go through it and it's not for everybody I mean actually one of my um inspirations for work was uh, watching skateboard videos I don't know if that sounds crazy but I take that that whole vibe and that energy into the work and that's one of the reasons why I got hurt too but it was the just the way they're focused and everything Like I mean you are watching a professional skateboard video those guys they're not thinking about like 10 different things they're focused and to me that's somebody you know when they when you land the trick like that even though I can't skate I just started back just uh a little bit but um yeah. Like the energy and the vibe and the f- just the the whole style, like I put that into um what I do. So I mean I'm not into sports but I'm sitting there with my boss for like hours and he's just watching soccer and he's working too and he's like keeping up where everybody's at and picking up the phone and whatnot, but I could, t- I could tell he was passionate about the soccer, so I'm, I'm passionate about the skateboarding, and I put that into, um, into my style out there, so that's where I was coming from, so, um, how much time we got? Yeah, I got some ideas from some episodes and everything, I like to talk about some music and, and, uh, share a lot of stories, and yeah, that'd be good. And shout out to the to a uh, Guitar Center for the mixer, because otherwise it would have sounded like kind of this empty, kind of tinny sound. But this actually sounds like a podcast and everything. And this is actually um like a sure dynamic mic. It's not even one of those podcast style mics. But yeah, I was up there. I saw some Joe Rogan, and I was like, man, if that idiot can have a his own podcast then i may as well try it too and the reason i say that is because he's talking about like smoking weed's good for you and all this like you know pro drugs and whatever and i, I gotta disagree I man i think drugs are bad and even drinking a lot of alcohol is bad and or watching too much tv or too much anything you have to have like moderation you know so but at the same time I like the guy too and he's got like a good uh a lot of good guests on the show, like, you know, Riza and Blinkway too and a bunch of people like that and I think uh podcasts are good because you can you can learn a lot about people and get a lot out of it. And you won't have the same like life experience but you can kind of like hear what some people are going through. And that um that Asperger's thing helped a lot of people out too, you know. Because they could get like a different um. You you see you see th- something like through someone else's eyes and a dif- different aspect and different uh I mean different perspective you know, because I listen to a lot of dharma's and probably like, I'm not counting but I've probably heard like maybe fifteen hundred dharma's or something you know so, f- from my my master's um, lectures since like 2011 I think yeah. So I'm a, t- I'm a disciple of Master Youngwa in Wei Mountain Temple, and I'd like to get more in-depth about that. Not the next episode, but later on, so. Um, yeah, so that's a good 45 minutes, and uh, um, yeah, again, like, rest in peace to my boy, um, Adam, and also Andy Phillips, lost him, like, not about six months ago, I don't know, but it's been rough, so... My generation's crazy, man, so we came from like the whole MTV Nirvana generation, and I can name literally like 50 or 60 people that I know that have died, and what's good about that, first of all, it's a lot of bad news, but what's good is it makes us stronger, and we go through this kind of adver- adversity, and that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and that's the damn truth. And uh, hopefully we'll have some artwork for the, the podcast, like an icon or something, put it on a uh, Spotify, YouTube, have a good name and a good future. And first episode, Malcolm Tyler signing off. And uh, yeah, expect some guests in the future. I know this, um, film critic, we can be on here talking about some movies and uh yeah um have a blessed day what's the day it's not even the weekend it's like tuesday but have a great week everybody stay strong and stay positive and keep a positive energy and have a, have a blessed one